0: Right. Welcome to Good Talk. <laughs> it's a time that we talk about good things with each other. Good Talk. Hope you guys are having a great day.
1: Uh, wonderful day.
0: It's myself and Rob once again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Once again, listen. I want to say this. We really appreciate the support. Uh, we love you guys so much. We've been tracking the numbers. I thought when we did this, you know, you just got to obey God. You don't do it for the numbers. But I thought we we're going to get like one or three views, and it was going to be me, you, Rachel, and Kai.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just us listening to ourselves. Just listen all the time. to
1: ourselves. But you guys have been watching and listening. So thank you so much. That's a that's a blessing and very encouraging to us. Something we you could
0: it. do if you find yourself as a loyal. Good talker, good listener. If you're a listener, a potty head, Mm -hmm. uh, you can rate and review us. Oh, that's a thing on iTunes. That would actually be very helpful for us. Really, give us some good reviews on the podcast, and then you can also like. Uh, our YouTube versions of the podcast as well. That could be beneficial um, or don't, you know, I, no pressure. I mean, it's up to you. I'm not going to make you do it. But if you feel so inclined, if you feel like you want to show some extra support, we wouldn't hate it.
1: Do it. Yeah. <laughs> we want to get past that one like. That one like, which is me. <laughs> we're, we're, we're really going for that threshold. If we can get to five likes, yeah. we're vibing, baby. We're chilling. Yeah,
0: we'll just, you know, we'll do something. Cra- if we get to five likes on a video, who knows? We'll, Cody we'll will shave warm. his head. No, well, no,
1: man. <laughs> Maybe not five likes. I don't know. We'll, 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 that'll five be something. It's we'll such something. a low bar. <laughs> five <laughs> likes.
0: I can get five likes. I will shave my head. I, oh
1: my gosh! We need to oh save shaving gosh. the head for like a hundred. At least a hundred. A hundred's a good. A hundred. That is a good. Yeah, one. that's, that's, that's a, a pretty far. Something. Something dramatic. You know. I, I think there's. Uh, what is it called? Like monuments or a, a milestone. milestones. Milestones. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. There's milestones, and I feel like it's hundred, a 1, thousand, mm. ten thousand, yeah, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand. You know what I mean. A so million. I, a million, <laughs> one million likes. <laughs> 110 billion. Oh my gosh. Uh, wow. Anyways, so good so, times.
0: So uh, Kyleen and I, uh, I think we talked about on last podcast, we went on a date, um, you know, ever so recently. Right. Um, right. But, you know, again, we were doing those little conversation starters and so just, we, we just weren't done. And so one of the things that I thought was no. actually a really cool conversation thing that I feel like I want to ask you and then uh, we can talk about it for a minute. But, If you got to witness or be a part of any natural disaster or like chaotic event or apocalyptic type event, which one would you like to spectate or be a part of with the knowing that you would not be harmed or actually die from it? You know, you're like invincible, but you get to be there. This is one
1: of the most morbid questions that have ever been asked because whenever it comes to like... Catastrophic natural disasters, mm. there's people that die. Yeah. And so, like, choosing <laughs> which, <laughs> which one do I want to witness? <laughs> do I want to watch one person die or a hundred thousand? I feel like, no matter if I answer, I'm a terrible person. You know what I mean? Because the more catastrophic the event, the more loss of life there is. Mm. What does that make me look like? Yeah. You know? So, yeah. um, but Can one? we ask a different question? Well,
0: uh, <laughs> 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 no, you must answer the question. Well, okay. So, Kylene oh. gave me a really good one, and I thought that that was actually a really cool idea. She okay. said that she would want to go back and watch the dinosaurs go extinct. Mm, that, see, it's yeah, cop-out a little bit. Yeah. You don't got to watch, your, you don't gotta watch you people die. You do got to watch
1: three cavemen die. I mean, you know, that's... Yeah. Uh, come on, Kai. But it'd
0: be cool. Like, to, First off, you get to see dinosaurs in real life. Yeah, that'd which really would be crazy. And yeah. a little bit scary, but yeah. also a little bit like, whoa dinosaurs and then they just
1: I would like to ride a T Rex. I feel like a T Rex would be really easy to sneak up on. He's got those tiny little arms so he can't reach out and grab you. And I mean, you know, he's got blind spots. He's got his eyes way up here, and they're like on the. I mean, he can't. There's no way he's got like good peripheral vision. I feel like I could sneak right up, run up his tail, throw a saddle on that guy, and then we'd rule the world. Dude, Me and I don't know a t-rex. If you could just
0: throw a saddle on a T Rex. I mean, I'd, that'd have to be a pretty I mean, intense saddle. I mean, see, though.
1: normally though, like if somebody jumps on your back, what do you usually do? You reach. Around and you grab him. How's a T-Rex gonna do that? You know <laughs> what I mean? So once you're there, you're there. He yeah. can't do anything.
0: Well, I imagine... Or
1: she, I don't know.
0: I think that... Uh I mean, obviously, I don't, I don't research dinosaurs, but I have to imagine that a T-Rex is large enough to be similar in the sense of like a like a shark. Like in the water, there's usually like those little guys that just like hide under the shark. Right, you know? right, 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 So that'd probably be a very similar situation. <laughs> exactly. You could just hide under the T-Rex. He has no idea exactly. you're there. Exactly. Because you're just not in his... It's like an ant. Like if we had an ant around us, we don't know because they're just too little. They're yeah. hanging out with us. So. Yeah.
1: We could make, a, you know, a, a catapult. And I, you could put me... <laughs> I could be I could be on the saddle in the catapult oh and like you gosh. shoot it and I just <laughs> land on the T-Rex's back and then I'm I'm locked in you know oh but man. I really feel like that's a possibility. I feel like a T-Rex they're supposed to be like this apex predator but I feel like they're v- extremely vulnerable because of they're yeah. just so like big and Bumbly and their vision's not great, and they don't have any arms. Yeah. And I just feel like I don't understand why they're so scary. Oh,
0: I think, after watching Jurassic Park, because you know, they're obviously historically accurate, right? Definitely, <laughs> I, I think the velociraptors is are the, the most
1: frightening yeah, dinosaur. Those are the ever. ones,
0: those are the ones absolutely that, like, they cut and pack. So, you know,
1: and they're, they're smart,
0: yeah. Three or four of them, you're toast, yeah. They're and really they're just little one of them, you're and toast, their little but, nails, like yeah.
1: they're the one where it's like clicking <laughs> the on big, the, I mean, <laughs> no, 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 that's uh, okay. So, what what death event does Cody want me to participate in? <laughs>
0: Which one would you like to participate in? Uh,
1: uh, I would want to be a participant in, uh, Thanos snap. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> what if he has snapped? <laughs>
1: <laughs> then I just watch my, oh, you wait, know, that's just, right, you can't, you can't die. You're invincible. So you're, you yeah, awesome yeah. So, there. well, yeah, exactly. So I just watch everybody turn into ash, you know? Um, <laughs> but, um, I would probably have to say just because of my love for wintry weather and skiing like the day after tomorrow where everything freezes over Mm -hmm. except for like this little radius. I don't know if you've seen the movie, but like, uh, there's a spot, there's like a a heat zone and it's like so many miles North and so many miles South of the equator. And they're, they're far enough, close enough to the equator where they're not, uh, vulnerable to this massive frost that comes down from the Antarctic and, uh, or down from the Arctic and up from the Antarctica. So
0: you would like to witness a, a form of a global ice age essentially but not be
1: Yeah, expected. so I guess Kai and I are in the same boat because supposedly <laughs> that killed the dinosaurs right? There's They're trying to figure out if it was the ice age or a giant meteor that blew them all up Well but I think
0: it was like a maybe it was like both together there's like the meteor that hit the earth which then caused chaos which then caused everything else to melt and then there was a flood and then it became ice i don't know That's yeah i figure out we're not ones to be talking about scientific mess because um, clearly we don't
1: know or you know or the flood with noah mm-hmm. like figure out a way to wakeboard behind that ark you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> just i mean because uh, that would be uh, but i don't know what about you
0: I think I gave the answer. I I still Kylie's answer. The dinosaurs? I'd like to see the dinosaurs. Ah, Okay,
1: so you two have truly become one.
0: Uh, Yeah, because I think uh, I didn't know how to answer it either. I was kind of in the same boat. I was like, I don't know. I don't know that I'd want to witness anything like that. Yeah. I think uh, it'd be cool to see the magnitude or like uh, the, and it sounds awful, but like, the the grandeur if you will of like how big a tsunami would actually mm. be like to actually witness it to know that like you're not going to be affected by it yeah. i think you could appreciate like oh man this is yeah. ginormous enormous way yeah, 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 like yeah, that's yeah. intense like that's pretty wild to witness yeah
1: i guess since we're just hypothesizing yeah. I, I would in my
0: mind my, my, no one's dying here I yeah, just, yeah I, that's what it's I'm like saying. i get
1: to replay a moment or like something, if you yeah. remove humanity from yeah. the scenario and i'm just standing on a beach invincible it yeah. would be cool to get slaughtered by a <laughs> giant wave and just like you like go through it i mean that would be quite epic yeah. you know i mean just the little waves at the ocean here at the gulf and i'm like these are fun this you is know right. this is a, and Red i watch <laughs> right the reddest <laughs> it's like a triple um but i do watch surfing videos yeah. like on instagram and some of the waves these guys board are just i'm like no like yeah. the the that you're on that that is insane mm. so i think uh knowing i'm invincible i would actually have the guts to take on a wave of that caliber and it would be really even like when it finally broke land to watch like just how i mean water's powerful yeah i mean that's how the colorado river made the grand canyon i mean you know water oh, is, is that what made the grand canyon yeah water just over time decaying all that rock form and stuff um look it up know your history kids wow but yeah i mean water is crazy powerful yeah so all right good talk <laughs>
0: All right, see you guys in the next (laughs) one. So, the topic of the day. Let us know what uh, death
1: event you would like to witness and be a part of. Oh, gosh. Um, (laughs) Leave it in the comments or, you know, let us know you're never watching again because we're. (laughs) (laughs) You
0: got really sad about it and you're just really mad or something. Yeah. (laughs) So, the real topic of the day. So we had a couple people actually ask a very similar question. Uh, One person was like, how do you tell the difference between your thoughts and the Holy Spirit? Mm. And one was saying, how can we talk to the Holy Spirit? How do we discern if something is our own thoughts or the devil or the Holy Spirit? Mm. But I like this, and we'll start here, I think. But what was your first experience hearing the Holy Spirit? And maybe what are some tips to improve with that?
1: Wow. Wow.
0: Like, can you recall your first I don't experience? think I
1: genuinely can recall. Mm. Um, you know, the Apostle Paul, this is awesome. I had no idea you were going to ask this question, but I was reading the verse yesterday oh, here we go. when the Apostle Paul was on the ship and Talk he said, I... Pre- yeah, right? <laughs> there it is, boom. But he said, I perceive that this voyage will be with great danger. Mm. He had a perception, like a knowing on the inside. Yeah. And really that's how the witness of the Holy Ghost works. It's kind of intertwined with conscience, but it's more superior, if Mm -hmm. you will, because conscience has been given to every man. It's inherent. We got it from God. Yeah. Um, But also the spirit is just, you know, lives within us. And it is, we are a spirit man and God is a spirit. And that's how we communicate, Mm -hmm. you know? And so the first time I heard the Holy Spirit and you know, I think lots of times people hear us use these Christian words, sure. but really to me to break it down, it's just a knowing, mm-hmm. you know, I just knew with a hundred percent certainty yeah. that that's what I was supposed to do. Yeah. And it wasn't in my mind. It just right. kind of came up, you know, out of here. Right. Uh, and it that's how like a I've,
0: sense of just like, I've got to do this, perception. I've got to follow this.
1: Perception. And there's many ways that the voice of the Holy Spirit speaks to us. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be an audible voice. It could be just a lead-in, go over here. It could be like the Apostle Paul. I have a perception. Yeah. I perceive. It could be through someone else. It could be through someone else. So there's many ways uh, for the Holy Spirit to have voice and to speak to us. Um, I'm going to need a second to think of it. Do you have anything off the top of your head? I don't know
0: if it was the first time. And, I, and that's similar to you. Like, I can't, I don't know. I'm sure. Because I think that there's probably times that, you know, subconsciously with our conscience, like that, the conscience was given to us by God. Obviously he created it. And so I think it was meant to help us and guide us within knowing what the Holy Spirit is. And Mm. they are very much very similar in the way that they help drive our morality and whatnot and our decisions. And so I think that there probably are sometimes us not even realizing it, we're being led by the Holy Spirit. And sometimes we uh, suppress it and sometimes we just fall and don't realize it. But uh, one of the times that I feel like I know it was like, without a doubt, like I had this grand sense, I got to do this. And, mm. and what really sticks out to me, I was probably, uh, I mean, probably 18 years old. I was just out of high school. I had, I don't know if this was our fir- my first tour with the band that I was in at the time or if it was one like later on, but we were in our van and it was like, I mean, I kid you not, like 1.30 a.m., maybe two mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning. And I had woken up, I was on the back seat of the van and I was laying there. And it was just like dark, you know, it was just yeah. like I could kind of see the glow of the lights passing by as we were driving on the road. And I just had this knowing, the sense of like, you need to hug the seat right now. And, yeah. I, and I'm just sitting there thinking like, I don't I don't know why I should do this. I don't know why I should do this, but I, I was just like, okay. And then, then I, I literally just did it. I hugged the back of the van seat. And then I kid you not, like within a minute, the van just like and like fell like down really? like two feet down and we had lost a tire on our trailer and our, our trailer had basically just like slammed down and basically caused our van to just spin out whoa on the interstate we went completely 180, whoa. and we were facing oncoming whoa. traffic and then we slid off into the, like the side shoulder road wow and so it was a very like whoa experience i mean everyone was like freaking out obviously because well, yeah it was of course like this crazy event two o'clock we're all delirious at this right, point Right, but i was very like thankful because i was in the back seat i didn't have a seatbelt on clearly you know yeah, i don't yeah, know yeah. i could have been like rolling around in the van we could have flipped i don't know but like i was grabbing onto that seat yeah. already and so then when we had that impact of that you know that falling down i was already secured Secure. to something so wow. that was like a big thing for me i was like wow i'm really thankful that something jumped out at me and i was able to like listen to that and i yeah. believe that that was the holy spirit
1: yeah so um they, 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 it was a multi-tiered question that they yeah, asked. Yeah, 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 And so I, I want to say this to answer one portion of it. I, I, Lots of times when it comes to the leading of the Holy Spirit, I won't say lots of times, all this, you know, uh, for me, it's like when it, when it comes out of nowhere, mm-hmm. that's more of a like, oh, hold on, I need to pay attention to this. Because yeah. if I'm not necessarily thinking about it and I'm not like focused on it, but then there's just like this, oh, mm-hmm. what is that? That's usually a good indicator that God is trying to tell me something via yeah. the Holy Spirit network. Mm. You know, He's trying to broadcast something to my heart. And so I think it's important whenever you're going about your daily business, whether you're at school or whether you're at work or you're on the bus and you're not really paying attention to stuff, you know, you're just hanging out with friends, you're talking, you're going to the movie, and then all of a sudden you get this, like this jolt yeah. grab a hold of the chair, yeah. hug the chair. Yeah. I think you need to pay attention to that because chances are, that's the Holy Ghost trying yeah. to tell you something to preserve your life, to help your life, to make your life better. Yeah. Um, and I have a number of stories where I've listened to that and a number of stories where I've overridden that. Yeah. Um, you know, there, So it's just important. I remember we were coming back from Indiana one trip, and we were driving. It was 3 o'clock in the morning. We had gotten back to Madison, and I was driving down Sullivan Street right out here, and we were coming up on a light, and it was a green light. And I just out of nowhere, because it's three o'clock in the morning, we've been driving for eight hours, I'm just ready to be home and Mm. go to bed. And then out of nowhere, I just felt like slow down. Mm. And instantly my mind began to engage. It's three o'clock in the morning, there's no traffic out here, the light is green, I don't need to slow down. (laughs) So it was clearly contrary to what I was thinking in the moment. Um, and so that's another good tip is remember that the Bible does say that God uses the foolish things to confound the wise. So sometimes what his unction is and what his voice is saying is not relevant to what we're thinking yeah. in the moment. And sometimes doesn't even line up with what we're thinking in right. the moment. It doesn't make sense in the natural at all because God's not natural. He's supernatural. And so don't always evaluate, is this God by how natural it is and how much sense it makes? Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, because a lot of God things don't make sense. To the natural That's mind. True. I mean, even salvation doesn't make sense right. to my natural mind. I don't right. understand it naturally. Mm-hmm. I understand it spiritually. So anyways, uh, when he told me to, he's like, slow down. And it just was like right there, mm. slow down. So I wasn't thinking about it. In the natural, it didn't look like I needed to at all. So I just like took a moment. And was like, where'd that come from? That's probably God telling me to slow down. Mm. So I just let my foot off the gas and started slowing the car And Rachel was in the passenger seat, and she's like, why are you slowing down? What are you doing? And uh, as as soon as we crept up to the intersection, now, if I would have been going full speed, I would have been right in the middle of it. But since I'd slowed down, right when we got to the front of it, a car came through and ran a red light. And obviously, it's hard to gauge how fast they were going, but they zipped through that light. And if I wouldn't have slowed down, we would have been in the middle of that intersection, Mm. I mean, my bumper was right... I mean, it was close, you know? I mean, just a couple of feet away from this car. Wow. And so, um, because I listened Mm -hmm. and I slowed down, uh, God was able to protect me and my entire family that night. And so... But it wasn't an audible voice. Right. It wasn't like... (laughs) Robert. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like slow. It was just a, 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 I perceived something, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, on the inside, like the Apostle Paul. I had a perception that didn't come from here. Mm-hmm. Wasn't thinking about, I was thinking about getting home. I'm tired. It's 3 a.m. Yeah. And it was just there. So whenever you have those moments, stop. Mm. Just take a moment and figure out, <laughs> you know, what is going on and, and, and let God bring understanding because eventually if it comes from the heart, the revelation will come to the mind. Yeah. But it takes a moment.
0: Yeah, yeah. Man, it's it's just so good. I think that something that people don't realize with when it comes to their Christianity is that it's a lot easier than I think that we make it out to be in our yes, mind. Like I think very that true. it's something that should be more natural, mm. and that there aren't necessarily right and wrong ways to do it. There's not necessarily like a process that like, all right, if I do this amount of steps and I do these things, right. like that's exactly how I. Right. Like, so like us, we can't give you a definitive answer on like how you communicate with the Holy Spirit because that's how you communicate with the Holy Spirit. Now I think that you can make yourself available to it and you can research with the the word of God and that you can devote yourself to prayer time, to understanding that voice, that we can get to know that voice. But I can't say that, all right, every single night at 6am, you need to go in your room all by yourself and wait for the Holy Spirit. Like that's not exactly how it works. Yeah. There's
1: no one lever you can pull. It's not like a mathematical formula that says you got to do X plus Z and then you come out with Mm -hmm. Y. Um, it is a learning process, right. um, but I do agree with you. I think we overcomplicate it. Yeah. You know, um, we serve a good God mm-hmm. who is constantly want to communicate with us mm-hmm. and fellowship with us and lead us and guide us. It's the Holy Spirit's job, right? That's right. what the Bible says. You will have a helper who will yeah. lead you, who will guide you into all truth and show you things mm-hmm. to come. Um, so just don't make it more difficult. Than it needs to be. And then also, don't always be looking for the grandiose supernatural. You know, yeah. we see in the Bible, and it's happened a little bit in my life. We could share those stories. Um, I'm sure it's happened in Cody's life where we've had these demonstrative, if you would, experiences mm-hmm. in God by the Holy Spirit. And that happens kind of like the, the, the Apostle Paul when he was Saul on the road to Damascus and the Holy Spirit sat on right. him and he fell down <laughs> and put blinders on his yeah. eyes. And now he I haven't
0: quite had that moment. Exactly. But, <laughs> but,
1: but I think lots of times... When people are trying to be led by the Holy Spirit, they're always looking for this grandiose supernatural experience, mm-hmm. so they miss the, the the thing God is trying to do yeah, yeah. in that moment. Make no mistake, whether it is something big and giant, it's supernatural. Whether it's something and subtle, it's still supernatural. Right. So it's supernatural either way, but don't miss the avenue in which he is communicating to you simply because it's not a burning bush experience like Moses right. had in chapter three of the book of, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, like, even just like a, an easy example, I remember uh, another instance where I was just on the road. I guess the Holy Spirit, likes to talking to me while I'm driving. Keeping apparently, you safe while you're driving. You it's that. dangerous out there. So, but I mean, it was such a small thing. But I remember I, at the time, I've done a little bit of everything, I guess. So I was like doing like a little extracurricular video shoot for like a friend of ours and like they needed a video done. And it, again, it was like a midnight type deal. And I was coming back from home from doing that. And I was driving on the interstate. And I just had like this, like, slight, like, to go a different way home. Yep. And I, I pushed it down because I was like, I hate going that way. It's so much slower. There's so many more lights. Like, I'm not going to go that way. And so I didn't go that way. And then lo and behold, right when I passed the exit, all of a sudden there is just Mm. bumper to bumper traffic. There was a wreck like X amount of miles up the road. And I kid you not, I was on the interstate for an
1: hour before
0: I could get to the next exit. So me in my own uh, own mind, I was like, I don't want to go the right way because it takes longer to get home. But the Holy Spirit was trying to say, hey, if you go that way, you're actually going to get home Mm. faster tonight. And I pushed it down and went the other way that I like to go because it's faster with no lights, but I ended up getting stuck for an hour. So I think that we have to start getting good about even listening. I'm looking up a scripture. Oh, you're good. We have to get good about listening to the little things in God too, because when he talks to us about the little things, then we can start to be aware of the bigger things in God. You know, one of the uh, my favorite scriptures about the Holy Spirit is when Jesus is talking about when the Holy Spirit comes. I believe it's in John 14. I'm really bad about this. I need to think (laughs) better. But you said I'm going to send you the Comforter, the Advocate, and and I just love those words because Mm. if you're trying to understand what the Holy Spirit sounds like and what he does, I feel like you can look at the descriptors that Jesus talks about, and then the voice comforts you. Yeah, fights. That's fantastic. If it if it if it's trying to benefit your situation, then that's a good indicator that. Okay, maybe yep. that's the Holy Spirit. I'm feeling like I'm led to do this. Is that, what is this trying to do for me? Is this trying to uh, encourage me? Yep. Is this trying yep. to promote me? Is this trying to give me peace right now? Like that's what the Holy Spirit comes to do because yep. Jesus is no longer with us. You know, yep. when, at that time when the disciples and all the people back in Jesus times, they didn't have the Holy Spirit. They had Jesus, and that's what Jesus came to do. Was mm. come to comfort, come to advocate, come to to fight for the people. And then when he left, the Holy Spirit came. Mm-hmm. And so that's who we have access to now. And so when you're trying to figure out the voice of the Holy Spirit, look at the descriptors of him over in John 14. We'll get you the verse later. I can't figure it out. It is 14. It's 14 yeah, somewhere. 146. 6.
1: 6? 14, 6. Somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. It, look it up. Google. It's your best friend. <laughs> it is. Well, <laughs> BibleGateway.com. <laughs> uh,
0: anyway, so look up those descriptors and start to analyze it. Is this my thought? Is this God's thought? Is this the Holy Spirit? And I feel like yeah. that can kind of help lead you and guide you in that as well as you're learning the voice of the Holy Spirit.
1: Yeah, so there's certain benchmarks you know, that you can use that kind of uh, make it a little bit more obvious. And mm-hmm. that is wonderful advice. And, and so you can look at what the word of God uses to explain him. And then if you're feeling led to do something and it fits those benchmarks, then that's a good indicator. Uh, you know, there's always things, you know, uh, again, I was just looking up in Luke one, verse three, he's like, everyone else is writing a book. It seems good to mm. me to write a book also. That's cool. And sometimes just what seems good to you can be the leading of the Holy Spirit, you know? And so, um, I will say this, I think lots of times we can follow the leading of the Holy Spirit simply by just being honest with ourselves mm. and just using like an honest evaluation of what we feel like is going on, you know? Uh, cause like, we know if we're being selfish in the moment and we're yeah. trying to use the leading of the Holy Spirit as an excuse, mm. you know? So you have to be honest. Who does this profit? Who yeah, does this yeah. benefit? Who is this, you know, is this coming out of selfish ambition or is this like really coming from what God wants me to do? Yeah. And I think honesty is key because sometimes we make the excuse of it's God so we can do the things that we want to do, mm. um, where we just need to. And so, uh, I think an honest evaluation, you know, like, okay, so let me give you an example. When we were at the old building, not even before we were on this property, when we are at the A-frame, I had a student who was dating a girl and he came up to me and he said, I feel like the Lord is telling me that I'm supposed to break up with this girl. We're not supposed to be going out anymore. He said, I feel like the Holy Spirit's leading me to stop this relationship. Mm -hmm. And so I told him, I said, okay, I hear what you're saying, but let me tell you if you break up with this girl. Oh, and and this is key. He said, because God wants me to focus on my relationship with him. He doesn't want me to be in a relationship right now. (laughs) Yeah, I got it. That part's important. He said, he wants me to break up with her. So I'm not in a, boyfriend, girlfriend relationship, so I can focus on him. And I said, okay, well, let me tell you what I'm hearing. If you're telling me that God's telling you to break up with this girl, Mm -hmm. then you need to follow that. But next week, I don't want to see you in another relationship. Yeah. Do not let God be your excuse to get out of this relationship. If he told you to get out of this relationship so you can focus on him, then you can't go to this girl because she was a good Christian girl. You can't say, God, I feel like God's not. See, sometimes we use the leading of the Holy Spirit as our scapegoat, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, Uh, and you can't do that because when you start manipulating that voice for your own benefit, then it becomes hard to discern. So you have to keep it genuine and authentic. And so I told him, follow that leading, but I don't want to see you dating. Yeah. You know what I mean? At least for the next year because you need to focus on God right. according to what you're telling me.
0: Yeah, and I think that that's actually really good advice because in if that would have happened and that girl would have been like, well, dang, God told him to break. Why didn't God tell me that or whatever? Like That's how I think in a, in a capital C situation, the church as a whole, sometimes it gets a bad rap because people yeah. say things in right. the name of God or in the name so of the much. Holy Spirit, yeah. and it makes people – upset with who god is mm. or who the church claims to be because they're like well, why why aren't we getting the same thing or why 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 are you saying this but you're doing yep. this you know yeah, and yep. it's very hypocritical or just you know not jesus-like and it burns people to christianity so we do need to be very careful especially when we publicly say the lord yes. has told me to do yes. this or the holy yes. spirit has told me to do this because you got to know like even you put it out like
1: there. even teenagers uh, if if you're involved in athletics, like let's say mm-hmm. football, or track, or. And you sincerely feel like God doesn't want you to do that anymore. He wants you to focus on academia or something like that. And you're going to go to your parents and tell them that Mm. if you have Christian parents who understand, and you're going to go and tell them that you need to know God is not our excuse. Mm -hmm. He's our helper. He's our guide. He's our advocate. He's our good shepherd. He's not our excuse. And so you can't go and just because you don't want to play football. Mm. See, it goes back to that honesty thing. If you don't want to, then you need to go to them and say, I don't want to, but don't let God be your excuse and be like, because you're going to, you're going to blur those lines. You're going to cloud it up on the inside and there's not going to be clarity the next time you need to hear from God because you blurred your desires with Mm. what his desires were. There's a good scripture in the word of God that says the soul and the spirit are so closely intertwined. Mm. Only the word of God can divide the two asunder. And so Our emotions in the spirit are like this. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're woven together. And so we need something to separate the two Mm. of them out. And that's the job of the Holy Spirit. And he does it via the word of God, which Mm. brings me to my next point. The best standard, the best best benchmark, the best measuring stick we have for the lead the Holy Ghost is the Word of God. Yeah. You always go back to the Word. If you sense God is telling you to do something, go to the Word mm. immediately. And maybe it's not even something that the Word of God specifically says. Right. Like maybe you graduate high school and you're trying to figure out where to go to college uh, or you graduate college and you're trying to figure out where to start your career, what town to live in, stuff like that. There, there may not be those exact details. Yeah. But then just start studying scripture on the leading and the peace of the Lord. Right. And as you go to the word, that word can divide the Mm -hmm. soul and the spirit and separate them out so you can clearly hear what is from God. But if you've been using him as your excuse to get out of things you don't want to do for 10 years, it's going to be hard. Mm -hmm. So you got to be honest with yourself. And, uh, you know, if you genuinely feel like, you know what? I'm not supposed to do track anymore. I'm supposed to do something else. I genuinely feel like God's telling me to do that. Then go have a conversation with your parents. Yeah. Be honest with them. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with God. And don't use them as your excuse. Yeah.
0: I feel like as you've been kind of pontificating. <laughs> That's a cool word. Whoa. Pontificating. <laughs> Are you explaining? Like, I don't know. Just really what jumps out to me is that, like, in order to... We've been kind of, it's like, you know, not using it as an excuse, but it's like you need to do the best to remove yourself Mm. when you're trying to listen to the Holy Spirit. Yeah, Take out your own will. Take out your own desires and simply say, I trust God more. Mm. You know, put it on Him and say, I don't want to lean into my own understanding like it talks about in Proverbs, but lean into God's understanding because that's what's ultimately going to help me understand. So lean into the understanding of the Word of God, not my own thoughts. Yeah, And so I think... Um, I don't know. I was just listening, or not listening. I just ministered last night, and this isn't directly related, but you know, the blind Bartimaeus account where, you know, he had thrown off his cloak and he had basically been healed of his blindness, and then Jesus told him to go his way. But mm. then what was cool is I never really saw it before. He told him to go his way, but then blind Bartimaeus went Jesus' way. Mm. So it's like blind Bartimaeus, which I keep calling him blind Bartimaeus, and I feel like that's really bad. Just he's Bartimaeus. Not, he's just Bartimaeus now. <laughs> but like, you know, he jesus was like all right i did what you needed me to do now you can go your way but bartimaeus was like well i'm gonna go your way and i never saw that in the word before it said and then he followed jesus on the way and so i just thought it was so cool it never directly says it in the word, so this is me just kind of theorizing and obviously kind of having an opinion on it but it's more of just like i think bartimaeus knew if i go on my own way i'm going to be right back where i was i'm not going to be any better than i am now but if i follow the way of jesus I'm going to be going the right way that I need to be going. Yep. And that's just so cool. And I think that that's something we have to do even with the Holy Spirit. We have to try to remove our own uh, selves mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. way. So that way, because we have to know that the Holy Spirit's going to lead us into the yep. good things, the yep. Holy Spirit's going to lead us into the right things. So it's like if we try to be. Unselfish will actually better ourselves yeah. out of it. It's such a weird, like paradoxical way to say it, but yeah. it's so cool. Like, if you don't think about yourself, you actually benefit yourself. Right.
1: And again, going back to being honest with yourself, I feel like it's so easy to break down when God's telling you to do something because who's it really benefiting? Mm. You know, He's always going to ask you to do things that are going to be for the benefit of Him and His kingdom. Mm-hmm. Right. Because ultimately, that is for your benefit. Yeah. So, you know, you can never be like, uh, you know, I feel like the Holy Spirit's telling me to watch more TV. Mm hmm. It doesn't really hold water at all. What, God is what, not in TV at all. More chosen, maybe? You, know, yeah, <laughs> right. uh, you know, God's telling me to play more video games. You know, uh, God's telling me to, I, it's just sometimes, sometimes we make it kind of harder than it needs to be. Yeah. You know, is God in this at all? Yeah. <laughs> That's usually a pretty good indicator. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, it's, and I think we, again, I feel like we're going around and sure. around and around, but, you know, I was talking actually to Miller. Shout out to Miller. Miller! Radway. Should hey, have buddy. you on as a guest. But, um, you know, I know God is concerned about every detail of our lives. But mm-hmm. sometimes I wonder if he's not so much in the details. Like if he tells you to go to college and then we get so vexed about what college, what mm. college, what college. Well, he just said go to college. So choose yeah. the one you want. Yeah. Unless, you know what he, I mean? Unless he specifically leads Unless you he, to one. Right, yeah. right. And so it's like, you know, maybe he told you to um, become an RN, resident, you know, a nurse. And, and we get so like vexed over like which hospital, which, you know, maybe he's not, he just do what he told you to do. If he told you to go to college, then don't get so anxious over what college you're going to just go to college, you know? And I think sometimes we, we, uh, we're like, Holy spirit, lead us, lead us, lead us when he already has, Mm. (laughs) he told you to go to college. So go to college, you know? Um, and so I think there are things that we definitely can do to simplify this yeah and uh you know so here's a couple things that we'll say uh number one it will be very difficult to hear the voice of the holy ghost if you don't have a well-functioning relationship with your lord mm. so That's you got to start there yeah you got to have a good relationship and i tell people this when it comes to the leading the holy spirit um you know uh, i remember elijah in the old testament god took him up on the mountain And uh, it says that there was lightning and thunder, but God wasn't in the light and thunder. And then there was wind and rain, but God wasn't in the wind and rain. And then there was a whisper Mm -hmm. and God was in the whisper. And I take that verse and I look at it and Elijah went to where God told him to go. So that means he was close enough to God to hear the whisper. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, the Holy Spirit's voice is just this still, small voice. Again, that's what the Apostle Paul calls it, a different place in the Word of God. Yeah. Just this unction, this, this, this whisper yeah. on the inside. And if we're not close enough to hear that whisper, then we're just simply not going to hear it. Yeah. So how do we get close enough? We work on this relationship. We have times of reading our Bible. Mm-hmm. We have times of prayer. We go to church and worship. We have a worship life outside of church. We, we, we maintain this relationship so that way when God does whisper something to our heart, we can hear it. Yeah. You know, it's like right now we're sitting within close proximity. Anyone that comes to this building, you know that Sonic is over there kind of across the parking lot. If Cody went to Sonic and mm-hmm. I stayed here and then you tried to whisper something to me.
0: Uh, I ain't going to work. <laughs> it's going to be difficult for me to
1: hear because... Yeah we're so far apart, yeah. you know, and you have people that want to hear the voice of the Holy spirit and they want God to lead them, but they're nowhere close. They're not even in the vicinity of that relationship with him Mm. to be able to, he has to get out a megaphone, you know, it's kind of like in Exodus chapter three, he did a burning bush experience for Moses, yeah, yeah. You know, um, but I think lots of times we want that, mm. we desire that, but God's like, just be close to me, yeah, and I'll tell you what you need yeah. to hear. Mm. So the f- after we've said all of these things in this yeah. giant <laughs> realm of thought that we're in, you've got to start there. Yeah. Start building your relationship with Him, and the more you build it, and this is also an easy way to illustrate it. If Kylene called you or Rachel called me instantly, yeah, we know. Oh, this is Rachel. Right. Instantly, you know, oh, this is Kylie. Why? Because we're so close to them. I know her voice more than anybody else's voice Mm. and I can discern it and recognize it in a crowd. Yeah. If this room was full of people and Rachel was like, Robert, I would recognize it because I know her. Whip around so fast. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that's my boo. (laughs) You know, I mean, so, but I know her. Yeah. And, and take this scripture to heart, too. The Bible says, You are his sheep. He is your shepherd. Yep. You was, know yeah. <laughs> his, yeah. I was just
0: going to say it. It's so good. I think that, like, you, in the building of the relationship, you are a child of God. Yep. Establish God. As your father, Mm. establish him as your shepherd and Mm. you will begin to know his voice. Just like with our wives, like I am solidified that that is my helpmate. That is my woman. That is my, my everything. And so like when, when she speaks to me, when I need, uh, I know her voice and we are close enough to where it doesn't matter. I, I can hear it. And that's how it is with God. We have to establish and believe it and just walk it out because it's so much simpler than we're making it out in our mind you know we just have to say this is what we're going to do we're going to take the time to build and cultivate this relationship and god you are my father lead me and guide me and i will follow yeah
1: and and then i I do want to say this as well the bible says when we're feeling the unction of the Mm. holy spirit when we're feeling led by the holy spirit and then we don't respond to that we sear Mm. our conscience with a hot iron
0: just not going the right direction on the interstate right (laughs) right
1: but yeah when we don't respond long enough, yeah. what we do is, is, is like burning mm-hmm. our ability to hear from him. And if you, yeah. if you put your hand on a hot stove and you burn it badly, yeah. if that burn is bad enough, you lose sensitivity. You lose feeling. And when we don't listen to the voice of God, if, if every time he speaks to us, we do the opposite, yeah. <laughs> it, eventually we're going to callous that so bad it's going to be very difficult. Yeah. To hear what he's saying, because every time we don't listen, it goes back to what we said a moment ago. We're creating space. Right. And it's distance. like you're walking
0: further and further away from something. Exactly
1: Sonic. <laughs> right. And so what we want to do on our relationship with God is we want to close that gap. We don't want to make it bigger. And the more we close it, the more we tighten it up, the easier it becomes to discern, the easier it becomes to hear. Um, anybody you see in the Bible that heard from God, that was led by God, that had understanding from God was very close to God. Yeah. It's and not Noah, like Noah
0: with the flood. Yeah, right. <laughs> he walked closely with God. He,
1: that's exactly right. And then we see the people like Paul who was persecuted in the church. Then something drastic had to happen because yeah. he was so far apart. Ooh, yeah, that's good. Right. But, you know, if you always, need the drastic things to happen that's not a good thing it's not a good thing (laughs) because number one you either need drastic things to happen because you're wrong Hmm. and you're screwing up your life and everybody else's life like the apostle paul and don't take that as too harsh remember we're talking about paul here Uh, he was paul
0: not you yeah he was
1: messing (laughs) things up on a catastrophic level so god had to intervene anytime you need a supernatural intervention like that it means because You're making a mess of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that kind of catastrophic event in my life is like, oh, dang. Ah, I really messed up. I've (laughs) been missing it for a minute now. Yeah. And that's what I say, like uh, even when we have like prophets, like Dr. Verala comes to church, and I tell Rachel all the time, if Dr. Verala has to say something to me in that meeting, that means I'm not listening Uh, to God.
0: I'm always like, thank God, I don't have to have anything to talk to me about, right? Exactly. (laughs) And it's not a
1: bad thing when the prophet speaks over you, but you have somebody better than a prophet. You have God who's trying to speak to you every day, so the prophet should genuinely just be there to confirm Mm -hmm. things that God's already said to you. Because in the Old Testament, the prophet was there to give direction. We have God to give us direction yep. now. So we don't need that gift in as much. We still do in the sure. body of Christ. It's still fivefold ministry. I'm not taking away, th- away anything from that. But I'm just saying we have a helper. Mm-hmm. We have an advocate. Yep. We have a teacher. We have a guide. All of those words are used in the Bible to describe yep. the Holy Spirit. But the question is, are we close enough to him to let him be those things? So good. And so if you will just work on your relationship with God, yep. then the leading of the Holy Spirit will just It'll begin to click yeah. It'll begin to flow. It'll, be, it'll just pop. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, this might be a terrible illustration. Okay. but Give we're it going us. for it anyway.: It's a terrible illustration. Um, <laughs> if, you, if you've never driven a, 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 driven a stick shift, oh, um, yeah. you're not going to understand <laughs> this, but there is a place. So they have a clutch and you use the clutch to shift gears. They don't even know what a stick shift is, man. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, But there is a place we used to do it when I worked on the farm. You can get the RPMs and the gears of the transmission to line up perfectly where you don't need the clutch. You can just shift gears. And that's what you're trying. And if you you get those RPMs out of whack, when you try to shift gears, it's we call it grinding the gears. Mm. It's like it makes this awful, terrible noise. And you have to like. Yank it in, right? Slam it through, or you have to use the clutch. And really, the reason we do this is we're just simply lazy, right? I don't want to push the clutch in, so I'm going to find that (laughs) sweet spot so I can shift. So, anyways, but my point is, is there's a sweet spot in God Mm. where you get things, your life lining up with His life, where stuff just flows, and it just you don't really need all the. And the clutch would be like the prophet or you Mm. you need extracurricular things to to help you into place. Yes, right, and so. But work on lining up your life with him. That's really good. Work on lining up your life with the word. Work on lining up your life with with the Holy Spirit. And when you do it, it knits the two of you closer together, which makes it easier in turn to hear his voice.
0: So good. Man, I I really hope that a lot of you guys got some clarity today. on Listening uh, and learning the voice of God or just learning to discern it, whether it's your thoughts or the Holy Spirit's thoughts. Uh, I feel like we could probably just keep on going. Honestly, when it comes to the whole to stop, it right? is <laughs> when
1: it co- have we been going for long? We've it been don't. going for a minute. <laughs> Whoa, what is <laughs> that's it? That's all right. There's
0: nothing wrong with that. I don't care how long we go on these things, but I just feel like, you know, it's just
1: Here's the thing. Like the whole the topic of the Holy Spirit is st-
0: Right. We could probably talk again hours, on another episode.
1: Hours. Yeah. Hours. Um, you know, and we could share experiences cuz I have had the audible voice. Yeah. And I would love to tell you about that, but you know, maybe next time. I we should actually do a a episode two part two a part two thank you on this because it is such a big topic and i think it only helps so uh you know kind of interrupted you there but my takeaways would be get close to him yep like Cody said, understand you can hear his voice. Yeah. So, so establish that yeah. with confidence first. You can hear it. You can say it with me. I, I can, can hear it. Yes. Okay. So
0: <laughs> I can. I can.
1: <laughs> you can hear it. Yep. Um, you know, and
0: uh, <laughs> so i talking about the takeaways <laughs> well, that I lost. I, I think that a good one is something that I said that I feel like it really helps me is just understanding like. Is this comforting? Is mm, this is this yes. is this inspiring? Is this uh, advocating? Is this teaching? Yep. Is this guiding? Like, listen to the descriptors of what the the Book of John says about the Holy yep. Spirit, yep, and yep, then yep. when you're getting those leads, getting those thoughts, that'll help yep. guide that decision. At yep. least in the beginning, when you're trying to figure out, is that voice the Holy Spirit? Yep.
1: So you can't you are His sheep. You hear His voice. Yep. Number one. Uh, number two, don't overcomplicate it. Yep. Uh, number three, don't use have, yeah. use the word as the benchmark. Number four, is it good? <laughs> is it comforting? Is yeah. it you know use that as the benchmark. Number four, are we on number four? Number
0: four, don't have space between you
1: and God. Don't, don't have get space closer. between you and God. Get closer. Get closer. Number five, don't use God as your excuse. I love it. We just keep number get, six. You know what another I mean, one? There is. I, I know there is, but I can't remember what it is. So we'll list them out in the oh in the description so you You're know. like
0: question marks, like a seven, eight? I don't There's know. There's a lot of
1: things you really can do, but yeah. d- it starts with confidence. Absolutely. And it starts with using the word. Find those benchmarks. Mm. All, all good things. All good things. All good things.
0: Good talk. All good things. Good you talk. know what? Just listen to the podcast again. Yeah. Let
1: us know how many there were. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know how many uh, different tools we gave you in the what comments. What Kind of
0: takeaways did you get
1: from this podcast? What takeaways today? <laughs> did you get? You can tell we come in completely unscripted because we really do. I, I'm trying to remember what the takeaways were.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of the, the whole point of this. Is yeah, you know, obviously we try to do our best, and, and everyone should to be doing our own personal time with God and prayer time with God. But when it comes to these, like, I want them to be organic. Yeah. I want them to be raw. I want Out them to come of our in heart. Be like. I didn't spend three hours, like a sermon or something, mm. you know, to, to talk about us this, in this conversation today. Like we just came in and we're like, all right, this is the prompt today. Let's yeah. see what comes out. Yeah. Being led by the Holy Spirit. There and it is. And flow, you
1: know, ding, ding, ding. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah.
0: yeah. That's uh Number that's,
1: six, don't push it down when he speaks to don't you. Push it down. Don't callous just that. Let it come up. Don't like, burn you it. You know,
0: like when you got to throw up and you're trying to swallow it, just let it out. It <laughs>
1: always is worse when you try to hold in a throw up. Yeah. You just, it's you, terrible. You feel so much better when you let it out anyway. You really do. And, it, great illustration, <laughs> in the moment of vomiting, it is vexing. It is not necessarily <laughs> enjoyable, but you feel great afterwards. Feel and that's so true. much better. Sometimes the leading of the Holy Spirit really disciplines the flesh. It is uncomfortable. All right? Tell me, tell know, me I'm wrong. You Correct. correct. Uh, It is so uncomfortable, you know, like I'll use our students as an example. (laughs) When they're up there leading praise and worship on a Wednesday night, it might be really uncomfortable in front of their peers to just really let it go and let it flow. The discomfort Mm -hmm. that they experience in the natural and in the flesh in that moment is very, very real. But once you obey, ah, there's nothing like it. It feels so good. So just throw up. (laughs) Take not fight Take away number seven or eight.
0: Just throw <laughs> just up. Just throw up.
1: <laughs> uh, I would do vomit uh, sound effects, but that's just too far.
0: Yeah, we don't want to really gross you out. We yeah, just, we're just going to talk we, about yeah, it. Yeah, we just, <laughs> <laughs> just we
1: just want to give you the mental image. You we just don't want to think about
0: what it sounds like when you throw up. That's what it's like when you're finally listening to.
1: <laughs> so oh gonna, my
0: goodness! <laughs> I feel like that was borderline belly
1: blasting. Yeah. Right there. Okay, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> and take a lesson from a dog. Don't eat. What you throw up, you know? what I mean, that's terrible.
0: Oh my gosh! Okay, I feel we like digress we
1: digress yeah. in a big nasty <laughs> vomit way. We have gone so far the wrong way.
0: Oh man! Well, we love you guys. Hopefully, so much. we did not undo uh, all the good that
1: we did in this podcast. We did t- not.
0: We did not. And that's how you learn. You know what? It's not. Don't be so serious. Don't overcomplicate. It. Just have fun Why with so the serious? Lord.
1: <laughs> Got to get your Joker voice on. You know, at the end of the podcast. Oh man! Uh,
0: how did we end up? How do we pull away from here? <laughs> Love you guys. Good talk. Woo!